Hello, Earthlings. This is Dan Panic, and you have entered the dummy room. This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. Hey everybody, you're in the dummy room. I'm Jody. Have not joined as always by Mr. Nate Demo. What's up, dude? Not much, man. I'm uh kind of had a rough day. A little been really like sore and shit and feeling like ass my neck is killing me and yeah damn man what happened you went to like a death metal concert got the pit did some fucking headbanging what nope went to work man (laughs) damn dude rough day at work (laughs) just work just 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 stress you know busy time of year so yeah anyways hey man um have you seen this uh spotify playlist of our show no in the dummy room <laughs> no man but that sounds pretty fucking cool so i gotta fig- i gotta get the guy but he um he plays in that band oldie Hawn. okay and he went back and he went through every episode yeah and he he made us a playlist on spotify as 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 many as the songs if they were on spotify he got them yeah but th- either the songs we played talked about our top 11s or sweet 16s he put them all on this fucking thing damn it must any be a killer on, playlist. Any guesses on how many songs? Oh, shit. <laughs> how many songs did we play in a whole year's time? I don't know, but I'm sure it's a high number. Like Probably like a fucking thousand. I don't know. Well, from what he could get off of this, is it's 44, and a, 44 hours and 30 minutes long. Damn. And it has 1,032 songs. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, and they're probably all could, really killer. Well, I saw it, and I'm, I was really confused on who did it, you know, like, who made this list? And then I looked, and I'm like, I clicked on it, and then I started scrolling through. I'm like, there's a lot of fucking songs here. And then I'm like, who who made this? So I went and I looked, and it's Roger Rodriguez. He right plays on. in Oldie Hawn, and unbelievable that this, I mean, it must have taken him a long fucking time. So Yeah, because you'd have to sit there and listen and take <laughs> notes and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So, but thanks much appreciated. That. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. You just even just random things that would come up that we didn't really they weren't part of any lists and all that like, you know, something yeah. was mentioned in passing, he got it, huh? I, I think so because I started to go through the list and I was like, we Well, didn't, do you have yeah. the list in front of you? You can't read the whole thing, but what does it got on it? I mean, obviously tons of screeching weasel and such. I got it here. Hold on a second. Is there anything that stands out that we're like that are you like that you're like damn i don't remember even mentioning these dudes there were yeah when i was going through it there was i was like we never and then i started thinking maybe it's just a you know generic playlist but um jeez it's really long man yeah i don't want to hear you rattle off a thousand and whatever but zoinks i don't remember ever playing zoinks but we definitely there's a zoinks song zoinks. yeah which one did we play um, like uh does it page say? page five yeah um, I don't remember playing that. Um, crawling, crawling to you by Horror Section. I do remember playing that. 
I don't. That's one of my favorite songs by them. Ergs, Chicks Dig It, Wine Press, Bubblegums. It's a long list, man. I mean, it just keeps (laughs) going. But there was some that I I really couldn't remember playing. But So, like, you know, like all the times we may have mentioned Prince and shit, is that all that on there, too? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how to do a search for that stuff. So I don't really fuck with Spotify at all. I mean, it's cool, but I, I mean, I just don't use it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'll kind of go through it here, but I don't. I don't think there's any prints on here. <laughs> Maybe there is. Yeah. Um, SpongeBob SquarePants is on here. That we would have brought that up because of Blag. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that, man. That's crazy. Yeah, this guy really. He's even got the Monsters theme song on here. Jesus. Cool. <laughs> I think it's that was cool, somewhere man. amongst our Halloween episodes. <laughs> I say this year we maybe don't do a whole month of Halloween. That was no, I don't much. think we're going to do a whole month. That was a little it was a little too much. Yeah, Tracy Ullman, the Yachts, the Squeeze. It's good. He did it, man. That's so cool. So thanks so much for doing that, Roger. Uh, you're going to have to add this one to the list, too. Good fucking song, man. 
Yeah, and right here, uh, Jetty Boys got on there. You see that shit, dude? Jetty Boys are playing a show. I did. It's pretty cool. It's on my birthday. Yeah. Are you going? That's going to be your birthday present from the wife? Not going. No, I'm not going to go. No. Lily's birthday is um, the week before. So uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be out of town on her birthday, or you know, scheduling problems. It's gonna be over my birthday, so right. Yeah, won't be going. So it happens, which sucks. They'll do more. Yeah, yeah, and pretty much that got announced. And also, of course, the Ergs announced some reunion stuff. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, it's very sweet. Uh, Riot Fest, and then uh, some, you know, I don't know. I don't even know. The other shows are just kind of spread out right. throughout the fall, but it's pretty cool, and that leads us into tonight. Mike Yerg's going to be our guest. Yeah, it should be pretty fun. Just wanted to have him on originally. Didn't think we'd have anything relevant to talk about. Yeah, I mean, this is the perfect time for him to come on. Yeah, it's a 15-year anniversary of Dork Rock, so gives us a reason to ask him a bunch of dumb questions about that record. And you know we will. So yeah, episode 57, Mikey Erg's going to be here. I got nothing else to say about it, man. You? Nope, except let's do it. We have news for beautiful people. There's a lot more of us in our view. Any of you that have ever felt stepped on, left out, picked on, put down, why don't you just come down here and join us, okay? All right, we're here with Mike Yerg. How you doing, dude? Hey, what's up? Uh, so we uh, we were messaging a couple weeks ago about you coming on, and uh, I was I was planning on bugging you a little bit about when the Ergs were going to get back together <laughs> and do some shows, and like... Two days later, Riot yeah. Fest is announced. Somehow your name <laughs> pops out of all those fucking names, and it's just instant excitement for me. Oh, and I'm awesome. like, oh, great, that's awesome. And then I thought, but it's Riot Fest, you know? Right. And then, <laughs> yeah. like, the next day, all of a sudden, the big 15th anniversary kind of reunion shows for Dork Rock are yep. announced. And there's a few shows through the fall. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing, like, seven. I think including Riot Fest, we're doing seven shows. Cool. Well, so what? What was the what was the draw there? Just the people had interest in the Dork Rock Fifteenth, or you guys yeah, just needed well, an excuse to play? I think I, we kind of just needed an excuse to play. I guess I, I actually was like, uh, it had it had popped up in some conversation that I was having that I realized, oh man, it was, it was fifteen years. That's crazy. That's so. It's just insane that we made a record. 15 years ago i don't know that like it seemed like a pretty big deal uh and we were just kind of we kind of always every 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 once in a while it'll come up that we we should do something and uh this was this seemed like a seemed like a good opportunity to do to do some shows oh yeah it is man awesome. yeah it's like it's like you know. the uh crystal anniversary <laughs> yeah you know i was just i never i never thought i'd get to a point where it it, it had been any sort of anniversary number to right. for anything <laughs> next year will be 20 years since we started which is insane to me yeah wow <laughs> totally dude i can remember the days before dork rock even came out you know and then when it did it was like a bomb went off we were doing things for a couple of years before anybody even knew or cared so <laughs> <laughs> 
so I'll play the kiss ass here. Um, Dark right. Rock is one of my favorite records of all time. Oh, that's... We, <laughs> we did an episode, a classic, what we call a classic album review. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, it's basically us just going track by track, saying how great oh, everything cool. is. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, are you guys going to play the album in its entirety or? We, uh, we have not decided that yet. We, originally we we you know we just thought like okay we'll just we'll do shows because it had been 15 years and that wasn't really talked about but then now i'm kind of of the opinion that we maybe we i think it would be fun to do that since like yeah i don't know like you know we're we're gonna do most of it anyway you know like that's Mm -hmm. like you know that's pretty much the core of a nice erg set is that you know exactly it's like we're we're going to do at least 9 or 10 of the songs anyway so why not do the other few that <laughs> yeah that we don't normally do as well to kind of make it special um but we're you know we're still trying to figure that out but uh uh you know no matter what you'll hear you'll hear all the songs you want to hear <laughs> yeah totally yeah. Plus some extras, <laughs> you know. Yeah, plus some extras. So he's cool. So I hate asking this questions, Mike, because nobody ever gives me a good answer. <laughs> but I, I know you're going to give me a good answer here. But at some point when you guys were recording this record, Joe, Jeff, or yourself, any of you guys express how fucking great that record was going to be? No. No, we had no... <laughs> we literally had no idea. I mean, yeah, the way I remember it is we were kind of like... We were just like playing a bunch of local shows and like was weren't really. I don't. Know, I felt like we were kind of winding down, and I feel like the conversation was like, "Cool, well, we have all these songs. Let's like make this album, because like we have all these songs and let's let's just record them all and see what happens." And we did that, and I feel like immediately, like I was kind of making CDs of of the record and giving them to people. Yeah. I got one from you back then. Yeah, right. I was like, I didn't think that anybody was like, like I, I didn't even know if anybody was going to put it out. I didn't know if anybody was going to care. So I was just kind of like excited about the fact that we finally made an album and I just was giving it to everybody. And then all of a sudden, like we were playing shows and people were singing along to everything that they, you know, because yeah. they finally had had these recordings of these songs. And then it really just like blew up from there. And like, I honestly feel like if if, if it didn't, if it didn't blow up, we were probably not going to play anymore. Like we were, you know, right. we definitely, we definitely were feeling like a little, ah, we did this for a couple of years. It's been fun, but you know, yeah. And then it just turned into a thing, but like, yeah, I mean, while we were making the record, there was definitely, there was no, nothing in my mind that said that this was like going to end up on the Rolling Stone list yeah, of yeah, best punk yeah, right. albums of all time and shit. <laughs> like, like that is, that was not, not a thing that was in our heads at all. Like, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> That's crazy. I can't believe that you guys are playing Pray for Rain and no one's thinking how awesome it is. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> What your smile could do But it's just not working out And now I'm having my doubts It seems that broken hearted love songs Are what I'm all about Pop sore from the smiles That you're giving to me Just get away for the day When inevitably Say I'm not the guy 
hung up on me long distance i guess then when i get back home i'll be alone again I, there was a minute where that song like we weren't even doing that song because like jeff didn't like it <laughs> and he didn't want to do it so we like uh, and uh, at that same time i was in the the tattletales at the time as well yeah mm-hmm. so pray for rain and uh and one of the other ones were, were like given to the tattletales as like i think oh everything falls apart those are the two wow. songs that like Jeff Jeff didn't really want to do for some reason, so they were Tattletale songs for a bit. And then when I stopped playing with the Tattletales, I was I was like, I love these songs. I'm going to take them back and you know make the Eric's do them. <laughs> Good call, dude. So I don't know if you know this, Mike, but I used to do a label, and you actually played on two releases that I put out. Oh, which ones? Uh, Moon Glasses. Oh Moon, yes, Moon Glasses by Moon um, Glasses. Tattletales. Tattletales, and then um. Uh, use kids tenement split seven inch. Oh no shit! Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Did not <laughs> yeah. know that was your label. I love I love that Moon Glasses record. Yeah, it's great. Back to the times when it felt like a new one.
I pulled it out the other day. I hadn't listened to it for for a while, and uh, I kind of I kind of forget that you play on that record. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it was interesting because I uh, Christian just called me up one day. He's like, "Hey, I'm making this record in like a couple of days. You want to play drums on it?" It was like we just uh, it was kind of like an after you know. Or I think he just like maybe the guy he was gonna have play on it flaked out or something like that. But it was definitely like pretty quick. Like I learned the songs in like a day or two, and then we just went and did the drum tracks so i wasn't actually like technically in the band at that point but um yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was a cool release and um yeah that use kids stuff that tenement record is is great that use kids record has that uh is is that the one with the billy joel cover on it yeah yep yeah i I haven't heard i literally haven't heard that since we recorded i don't even think i have a copy of it because i uh i left the band in between recording that and uh, and it coming out, so I don't think I ever actually got a copy of that record. Uh, I can send you one. Okay, sweet. Uh, I've got a couple <laughs> of uh, personal copies that. Nice. Yeah, there's some weird ass color variants, you know, some that came out in green what? or orange what was, or brown. What was the original Use Kid song on that? Uh, was it Silver and Gold? Ah, uh, yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Awesome. So, and then the Tenement stuff was. Uh, Tenement was kind of untouchable at that time. Of course, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so those two songs, I was I was lucky enough to to get. So yeah, no, nah, they're they're pretty much perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at that time, I, they became something a little different than you know they. Kind yeah. Of, but the uh, the Napalm Dream that that timeline of their band was yeah yeah untouchable. Totally.
I love when bands get weird. So I thought I, I thought their like later weirder stuff is like pretty up my alley too. But but yeah, they, they were they were definitely untouched. Like Napalm Dream was just like what <laughs> you can you can make an album this good that's allowed <laughs> yeah i don't know if you know the story with the drums about that record either i don't know um the you know they recorded as a band um and then their drummer quit so uh-huh. amos amos got irritated so he actually went back into the studio redid all the drums himself yep that's funny. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, amos could do that amos he's a hell of a drummer so <laughs> You can play anything. Yep. So, other than the reunion stuff, um, what's going on? Well, You're playing with the Warriors? You're yeah, playing doing with... Warriors. Warriors has a tour coming up on the West Coast, and then we're going to start recording a new album in July, so that should be cool. And so we're working on stuff for that now. In July sometime, my next solo record is coming out. I finished that up last year. Nice. So that's oh. finally going to come out. I'm, I've been like itching for that to come out for a while. So that'll be fun. And uh-huh. I'm probably going to do, hopefully do some touring around that in between, in between that coming out and the surge stuff starting. Uh, right on. Yeah. After that, just, man, you got to do some more unlovable stuff, dude. Ah, I wish. I <laughs> Me wish. Me too, man. Me too. That last split, it was great. The reunion show, loved it. Yeah.
I'll use this forum to I've been I've been pushing this on people like when I talk to them on tour like there's a uh, the LLC the band that we were in on the Chris Gethard show yeah there's an album that's like I feel like people don't even know it exists but it's on it's on a Spotify and all the digital stuff it's it's called Television Music by the LLC and I think some of that is is some of Hallie's best songs yeah it's all and it's, it's like you know, literally eleven new Hallie songs yep. that are essentially, you know, Unlovable's songs. Totally. great dude the cool thing is like you said you know you got there's an album's worth of regular songs but then there's also all those short little kind of quirky ones which are kind of cool too like that banana man it's a great one but the best part is i mean these songs sound way more like the unlovables than like that hiccup record does you know yeah it's definitely a, it's more pop punky you know there's a couple songs that are lean more kind of maybe towards like the indie rock side of things but i feel yeah. like you know, there's a couple unlovable songs that went in that territory too. Yeah, but it's def it's definitely more it's definitely more unlovable than the hiccup stuff was. Right, I was always a big fan of those records, man. That's some of my favorite stuff you've done, man. I know you've done Me a too. ton of stuff, but the Ergs <laughs> and the Unlovables are my top two. That's awesome. I love yeah, that I shit. mean, you can, yeah, this 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 couple unlovable records are. I mean, I'll never forget the first time I heard one of Hallie's songs. 
she like came to when I was in Dirtbag Andy. She came to Adam and had wanted him to record a couple songs, and so Adam and I ended up just playing the bass and the drums on the on the these two songs. And I feel like I went up to Hallie afterwards and was just like, "Hey, if you ever want to do anything with this stuff, like I need to be in this band. This is <laughs> this is incredible." <laughs> yeah. Like I just, she came out of nowhere. I didn't, I like I'd known her from around, but it didn't know she wrote anything. And it was just like some of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Some of the best <laughs> harmonies like, too, right? Yeah, I was like, I need to, I need to be a part of this, whatever this is. It's great. So, so while you're talking to her about doing some more Unlovables, talk to Adam too about some Dirt Bike Andy stuff. Yeah, well, you know, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's been some talk. There's been some really? talk. Um, yeah, nothing like super concrete, but I know that uh, there's going to be like a Dirt Nap 20th anniversary show in cool. uh, is in Madison next <laughs> year sometime, and Sweet. we've been talking about <laughs> possibly doing that, yeah. but uh, nothing at all set in stone. But it's if if there was one thing that we'd want to do, I feel like it would be that. I didn't even think of that. I forgot that Ken Ken lives in Wisconsin again. Yeah, so. yeah, he's moved back to Madison. So that's awesome. That's only two hours for me. So there you go. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully, uh, we'll get something cool out of it. I, we we there was def the idea was definitely yeah. I was definitely asked if I was interested, and uh, fuck yeah was I believe my response. So. <laughs> uh, that would be fucking cool, man. It would you be don't great. You don't really say no to too many people, do you? I I don't, especially if it's uh, <laughs> especially if it's getting the old band back together for a while. All right, uh, doing that, you know. Yeah, totally. I, I miss playing those. We we did that like, you know, three quarters of a Dirt by Gainer reunion at Insub Fest the one year. Mm -hmm. That was just like some of the most fun I'd had, and it was funny because we we played for a really long. I think we did like an hour and a half set or something. It was just because when we were practicing, we didn't want to cut any of the songs. <laughs> we were just like, this all sounds so good. Like, let's just, let's just do it. It's awesome. Anytime you get to play the old songs again, it's, it's, right. it's a, it's a good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> but you're super stoked to be doing these Ergs shows, huh? Yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. How many years has it been since the last reunion shows? Well, we did. It's been a we while. We did, uh, yeah. It's been two. I think two years ago was yeah. the Ascendant show, which, of course, we just had to do that. that <laughs> yeah, absolutely. To do that, and it was like literally at at a venue that was, a, you know, blocks away from where I wrote those songs. <laughs> yeah, you know, wow. our essentially our hometown, and we was like, we have to do this. Um, and then bef the year before that was the fest, I think. Right. So it's just you know it's it's funny because a couple people were like oh they they constantly get back together and it's like oh, five shows in ten years <laughs> <laughs> too constant but right plus fuck it man it's fun and everybody that's yeah. into it loves this shit you yeah know? and it's it's not a thing anymore we're like we're, we're you know we're we're like just stoked to play and, and my whole thing is I, you know I play I played a lot of these solo shows in the last whatever 10 years and it's always like young kids coming up to me saying that they were you know 12 when we broke up or whatever and didn't get to see us you know <laughs> and i want my main concern is like let me let the people that haven't seen us see us yeah you know let's give give some opportunities to while we're still like young enough and 
spry enough to be able to play that fast, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that would be the worst is if we got up there and just slowed everything down, you know? <laughs> I think we can still do it, so. <laughs> Hell yeah. So what's up with this game thing you got going on, Nate? You guys want to do a little uh, Descendants trivia? Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, you're going to probably win, dude, but uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know how much I know about the Descendants. I feel like I... I That's mean, what I, I said like when, I never... <laughs> when Nate mentioned it. I'm like, dude, I don't know that much about them. I love all those records, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. I think I know. I think I know some stuff. I know some stuff, yeah. <laughs> so I got a question about the Descendants for you. So you guys open up for them. Do they know who you are? Yes. Because you guys, I mean... I'm a huge Descendants fan, and I'm a huge Ergs fan, and the Ergs definitely were, like, very heavy on the Descendants. Yeah. But definitely had their own sound, too. But mm-hmm. it's unmistakable that there was there's no other band that's kind of ripped off the Descendants as well as the Ergs did. <laughs> because you, 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 you sound like the Descendants, but you took it in your own direction. You added your own weird shit all the time. Yeah. And like, made it yeah. your own. It's funny because we were never like, we have to sound like the Descendants, but I think it's just because we, I mean, we, we all listen to that band a lot. And I think it's just also the, the three of us, like, in the same way as the Descendants, as like, we, we just all really wanted to be able to, we all played our instrument well for that. Yeah. You know, so like, I think that's, that was like the main, the main reason we sound so much, quote unquote, like the Descendants is because we all just were like, let's make sure that we fucking know how to play our shit, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, uh, my first inkling was like Stefan had gotten in touch. Like the Ergs were still together at this point and Stefan had gotten in touch with me uh, on MySpace, if you remember MySpace. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he sent me a MySpace message and he was like, hey, I really love your guys' stuff. Uh, let's let's make a record together at some point, which would have been awesome. Damn, right. Yeah. There, there was a, there was a minute where it looked like upstairs downstairs <laughs> would be made with Stefan, but we just ended up going to Seattle instead. Um, and then my next inkling that they knew who we were was when the descendants played fest. I, uh, I was backstage at their show and I went up to Milo, not thinking that he knew who I was. I was just like, hey, I just got to be that asshole that gets a picture with you. I'm sorry. And uh, and he was like, hey, don't you have to play with the dopamines right now? Which was true. I was Dopamines <laughs> were literally setting up across the way. But I was like, I got to get a picture with Milo. And then he made the joke of like, don't you have to play in every other band at this festival? And I was like, wait, <laughs> Milo, like, Milo knows the joke of me like playing at every band. That's right. crazy. Yeah. Actually, the, like, the, the germ of us playing that Descendant show... I went and saw a uh, uh, flag play in New York, and I just was backstage. And Stefan introduced me to Bill, who I hadn't met before. Stefan was like, "Oh, this is Mike, Mike Erg," and Bill was like, "Oh, from the Ergs," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, the band that just rips you guys off." <laughs> <laughs> and he and he says, "You know, I've heard that, but fuck that. We're all just trying to be the Buzzcocks." And I was like. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. The Beatles and the Buzzcocks. <laughs> so word got around, I guess, that, and they ended up knowing who we were after a while, which was pretty mind-blowing. And then, yeah, it just worked out where, like, they were like, do you want to play Jersey? Yeah, we have to. We have to do that. <laughs> yeah, totally. 
that's cool. I mean, it was the one. It was the one thing that we didn't get to do was play with the Descendants. Like there, there was a fake, a fake show poster that was going around the internet for a while. That was, I think it said it was like the Thermals, us, and the Descendants for a show in Philadelphia that didn't actually happen. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, that would have been, would have been a great show if that happened. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so yeah, we got to we got to live that dream, which was pretty sweet. That's, That's awesome. cool. Hey, it's Greg Norton with Porcupine. Uh, a long time ago, you might remember me from a band called Hoosker Do, and you are listening to The Dummy Room. All right, so you guys ready for this? So now that I've told you all the stories about meeting all the descendants, let me uh, <laughs> let me not know anything about them. <laughs> so this is all this is all stuff based on songs. Some of these might be good. I I, I think I got a couple shitter questions, but let's just do it. <laughs> all right, Jody's gonna go first because I flipped. Okay. You ready, Jody? Sure. Let's right. try it. And uh, you can steal it if he doesn't know it. Okay. <laughs> Get prepared right. to steal, Mikey. <laughs> All right, so some of these are really easy. They might be really easy. I don't know. So in in the song "The Descendants," yeah, what could the Descendants not sell out? <laughs> oh God, let me think. I don't know what. Should I steal? You should. You can steal it. Telephone booth. You got it. <laughs> See, when, when I listen to this sentence, I skip all the ones that are kind of aggro. <laughs> I go for the silly girl style, you know? Okay, well, you, you got you got a couple coming up. <laughs> okay. There was but a I... great, uh, there, was a, there was a Descendants tribute record for uh, that came out in like the 90s that was, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the cover was, I believe, a sold out telephone booth, I think. Oh, that's right, I think. It was think the album right. cover. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Mike, you ready? Mm-hmm. What does my What does Milo like to do on dates? Uh, see a movie and communicate. <laughs> and one more thing. Uh, have some fun. You got it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Jody, what was Silly Girl wearing? Uh, let me think. A pink dress. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, yeah. I told, okay. I told you this was gonna be stupid, Mike. <laughs> All right, Mike. In, Chris, in Christmas Vacation, she doesn't need Milo. What does she need? Oh, shit. I might be stumped. <laughs> it's so funny with, like, lyrics. It's like taking them out of context. Exactly. Like... <laughs> it makes it almost fucking impossible. <laughs> she needs... She doesn't need me. She doesn't need him. She needs... Yeah. Shit. I'm, I'm out. I don't know. I, I, I have the line in my head, but that one <laughs> word is not, not coming to my brain. Is it sex? Nope. What you got, Jody? You got it? I don't. I can't think of it. The answer is beer. Beer. She needs beer. She doesn't need me. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This this next Uh, line is the stupidest lyric they have. It's one of them. I can't. I I don't know how, uh, how this got written, but I had to throw it in here. Jody, what is dripping into Milo's shoes? <laughs> and of course, I I don't know if Milo wrote the song, but fuck, dude, I don't know. It, so. I have no idea. <laughs> I can tell you the song. Yeah, what's the song? 
Um, <laughs> dreams from uh, Cool to Be You. I'm a uh, nope. I don't know it. Dreams. Dreams are dripping into my shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hmm. I thought it was that dumb that I had to put it in here. So <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. Any of the later <laughs> album questions, I'm not going to know anything. I do. I mean, I do love. I I'm I'm kind of a cool to be you apologist, even though I do think there are a couple. So like I think there's a couple good songs on there. I think Blast Off is like them trying to dumb down even the dumbest Descendants song. <laughs> so I skip. <laughs> yeah. I skip that one usually, but. Yeah, there's a few on there I skip, but yeah, like Dog and Pony Show and Anchor Grill are just classics. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, uh, Mikey. Who told him lies? Who told Milo lies in the morning? Oh. And I can tell you the song if you want to know. Sure. It's from Everything Sucks. Oh, oh, a horoscope. You got it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Joe, but- I wouldn't have got it. Here's. Here's a song you probably skip all the time. Great. In, in Hurtin' Crew, in Hurtin' okay. Crew, how many how many <laughs> hippies are drinking Coors? Uh, let's see. <laughs> Is it 15? 15, ah, holy shit, you got I it. I pulled it out That's of my it. ass, dude. I was going to say 50 probably because I, I yeah. don't know if I ever I looked couldn't, at the yeah, yeah. That's why I, was, <laughs> I wasn't sure if I had it right or not, but yeah. Cool. And what what were they requesting? Freebird. Freebird, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike, where did Milo fall in love? Uh, I mean, a a million places, but the Anchor Grill. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) I always wondered Uh, if that song was, was, if that was the Anchor Grill in Madison. No, apparently it's the, well, all my Cincinnati friends say it's the the Anchor Grill in Newport, Kentucky. Or in, is it Covington? It's in Covington, I think. Apparently it's, like Bill loves that spot, hmm. and it's this real like total greasy, 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 greasy spoon diner in Kentucky, <laughs> and it's really good. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> it's about that. Cool. I never knew that. There's a there's an Anchor Grill like bar in Madison, and I thought right. eh, maybe. Did I lose you guys? No, oh, I'm no. here. I'm just getting. I I, I closed this out, so I'm just opening it back up. That. Waiting for that next question. Yeah. He's ready. Mm-hmm. Just a second, just a second. <laughs> uh, it looks kind of funny, so I'm like, is that really the question? Well, while you're looking, I got a question for Mike that I'll edit out yep. of the show. But uh, <laughs> do you remember we played with you guys way back when at, at this place in Belleville with the Rushmores, too? Oh, yeah. Dude, whatever happened to the Rushmores? It's a good question. <laughs> I... Don't know. I've I've run into, um, I run into a couple of them just at random random shows. Uh, I remember the show that we played with you with them. Uh, what was their singer's name? It was Nate, right? Nate, yeah. He would get back and play drums on. Uh, yeah, on Miles Davis. Yeah, well, yeah. We toured with them a t- so many times. Yeah, that's like cool. mo- most of. Most of our tours, we would at least have like a few days with them because we just loved hanging out with those guys so much. Yeah, they were um, good. Cool dudes. And Nate, I hadn't... He's he's the one I haven't run into like at all. I think he may have just like totally gotten out of the uh, of the scene. Yeah, I always wondered about that dude because he was, had a great voice, wrote great songs, uh, I, you know? I, I, I used to love that band. Me too. They were so good.
they were just so fun to hang out with. Yeah, totally. And that show in Belleville was amazing because you I... fucking puked on my shoes, dude. <laughs> I did. You did. <laughs> Remember how there was this back alley, like behind that little place? You were fucking uh, yeah. lit up, dude. Joe had to fucking load you up at the end of the night. Was that at that like Mexican restaurant? No, that Mexican place was a different show where we played okay, in the that bo- was... in that that basement. Okay. That's yep. what it was, because I didn't drink then. Yeah, you get actually. <laughs> I think Noel has that that show on video, dude. Oh, that that'd be awesome. And I think you guys played some kind of Black Sabbath that night. Sure, we did. That was when we were weird. That was yeah. before Door Rock came out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that was. I know we were touring for that Ben Queller CD. Yeah, that yeah we had. exactly. Um, it was us, you, and the copyrights on that show, I yeah. think, and maybe Haddonfield's too. That was the first time I ever played Billville, which I was like yeah. super into because I was a Wilco huge Wilco and all that. Uh, yeah, Uncle Tupelo fan. I used to sit outside <laughs> and where they practiced, and they, they eventually started like inviting me in, dude. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and uh, Farrar's the guy that kind of turned me on to tube amps. Before that, I had oh, yeah? some shitty crate transistor, you know, solid state piece of shit amp. Yeah, and he he. Oh expounded on the virtues of tubes and that's how you know that's how i learned about it way back when oh that's awesome yeah (laughs) well i apologize for uh getting too lit up (laughs) that's all good man it was a fun show too (laughs) that that show was the one that was like at some place called the i think it was called the outer limit or something like that huh you remember that yeah it's it was like us, Hangarounds, Rushmore's and you guys there you go long time ago that show you were (laughs) fucking lit though I bet. It was great. <laughs> I think that was probably right after Dork Rocket came out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that might have been the, like, because I feel, yeah, I think, like, right after we did Dork Rock, we we did that, we did a tour where it was, like, six weeks in the States, and each week was with a different band. Yeah. We, like, we one, one of the weeks was the Rushmore's, one of the weeks was the copyrights, one of the weeks was, like, you know... The Unlovables flew right. out to the West Coast and toured with us. Um, so yeah, so that seems like that would probably be that tour. Right. Which, a long you know. time ago. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. I could just always remember playing with you guys before Dork Rock. And then when Dork Rock came out, dude, it totally blew every all of my friends' minds. We were all just like, we listened to that. I was telling Nate about it earlier. When, yeah. that, when I finally got that CD... Dude, I fucking listened to it. We used to deliver appliances all day, me and the bass player, Chris. And we listened to that thing like nine times every day for six months, dude. That's awesome. That's (laughs) crazy. It's, yeah, it's funny. It's It's like, you know, like when you're in it, you don't know that you're making uh, an an album, even, (laughs) you know, like, I'll be really honest with you, dude. Like, I had seen it, you know, you guys play live a few times by then, yeah. and I always thought you guys were great, but then when that came out, I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ, where does this shit yeah, come it, from? It definitely was a game changer. Yeah, big time. I feel like, I don't know, like, I guess the songs just were a little better. Like, it just even, like, in that year and a half or two years between the, the like, last thing and that one, it was like, the songs just got better. You're totally whipped into shape from playing so much, too, yeah, you know? Yeah, right, exactly. And there was still, we were still throwing some weird shit in there, but we were kind of dialing back the weird shit yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and just kind of focusing on the, the, the pop songs. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny that, yeah, it's, I just don't think of it as, like, right. like, we definitely weren't, like, we're making the best record ever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but look how it's looked at today, man. People, you know... It's considered no, it's, one of the best albums ever made. I mean, whatever that Rolling Stone thing, but that was like <laughs> that was a 
I was insane when I saw that. Yeah. I, I, ne- I never thought I'd be written even on, <laughs> about on Rolling Stone Online, right. alone. Yeah. I mean, in this kind <laughs> yeah. of scene, that's like unheard of pretty much. I know. It's, pretty, it's usually, it's you know, great. they're going to say Ramones, television, The Clash, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But there's the ergs right on the list, man. I fucking think it's, it's super rad. I was, I was very excited about that. <laughs> but the album really is a masterpiece, dude. I mean, some of oh. those songs, like, like to me, Pray for Rain is probably one of the greatest like love songs ever written, dude. Thank I mean, you. It's, it's really fucking <laughs> I, good. I'll never, yeah, I mean, uh, I'll never forget Chris, Chris who recorded it. Like, you know, we, we made the record. And then at some point, a couple months later, I don't even know if the record was out yet, but we had played and he got on the mic before we played that song and said like, you guys don't know the song yet, but this is the greatest song ever written. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And we played the song and, but yeah, like he, he just kept telling us how, how this, how that song and, you know, a bunch of the other ones were, were so good. And he was someone that we looked up to, like he was in, he was in sinkhole, which was my favorite band at the time, you know, So he he put the pressure on, announced the greatest song ever written, yeah. and what what'd you guys play? Uh, Break for rain. <laughs> he knew no, we was... were go- he knew we were going into it, but yeah, it would have been we... great if you guys would have busted <laughs> out just... something else. <laughs> if we just p- played uh... the Black Sabbath covers, something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to do such weird, just like open up with like four Black Sabbath songs yeah. and then play our song. You know, <laughs> we're, cool. yeah. you guys are funny. Donut. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, we should have. I love that song. Me too. I still uh, we, uh, I 
just played two shows with Doc Hopper this past weekend, and we 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 put that song in the set just because it's so good. Cool. <laughs> right on. So if you had to pick one off of Dork Rock as like the best song, you, do you think it's Pray for Rain or do you think it's something else? Yeah, I mean, it, I feel like it's. Yeah, I mean, there's like the three. There's like Pray for Rain and uh, Everything Falls Apart. Hell yeah. pretty song that are kind of the three that are the hit hits i right. guess but yeah. like and those were always those were like just from a songwriting standpoint like they literally they just fell out you know like i, I didn't write those songs they just i was making a demo and that's what happened <laughs> like i wasn't really even like tr- i wasn't trying and i think that's the you know how you know you have a 
a good song is if it's just easy and you're not laboring over writing it. Yeah. And those like those and that and that's why those are like special songs for me. That's really cool. Those are the ones that people gravitate towards, you know. Yeah. So have you ever thought about just doing your own fest and having nothing but bands you played in play and you just I, play? I have set? actually. <laughs> yeah. It could be really cool. Back when Asbury Lanes was still around, I wanted to do like a three day. <laughs> it would take three days too, man. Yeah. But like, and it was like five to 10 bands a day and just like all bands, like including bands that I've just filled in for on a couple shows or right, like the right. copyrights would have to play and yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I've always wanted to do that, but it would be, and really it would have been, would have been cool to happen at the lanes, but that's not a thing anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. But do you know the actual number of fucking bands you've played with? I don't, <laughs> I counted once. Like there was like a Facebook thing or something. Yeah, that went I remember around. that a few years like, you know, back. And I just like, like listed all the bands I was in. And it was like, it was like 30, 35 Jeez. or something at that Jesus point. Yes. Yeah. And I counted all the bands that I just like toured in. Like I had to at least have played a show with them. Right. Uh, and I'm sure it's it's probably over fifty at this point. <laughs> totally. Fuck. But yeah, I wish actually that's one of the one of the things I'm really annoyed with myself about not doing is keeping better keeping better notes, keeping better records. Yeah, because you could write like a really good book someday, you know. Yeah, I mean, and like now it's just too overwhelming to like to even think about trying to figure out. But like, and there's definitely been times where I would, I've been at a bar or something, and something will come on, and I'll wonder why I know the song so well. It's, oh, because I played bass on that <laughs> song. <laughs> like, there's definitely some like for science songs will come on like uh, on a bar, and I'll be just like, oh yeah, I was in that band for a while. <laughs> wow. D U M M Y R O O M. That's right, it's Haley from Haley and the Crushers, and you are hanging out in the dummy room. All right, sorry to get us totally off the subject of this descendants uh, thing. All right, we're about halfway through, so. Okay. Okay. Jody, song Pep Talk. Pep Talk, that's one of my favorites. Let me get it wrong, though. Uh, what kind of commercials does, I don't know who the pep talk song's about, but they had some commercials memorized. What kind of commercials? Uh, commercials? Commercials. Mm, watching the game go by in front of score. Uh, beer commercials. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Wow. I had to like yeah. run it in my head, dude. That was not in my brain at all. <laughs> Did not know that. All right, Mikey. <laughs> uh, how many cups were drank in the song Coffee Mug. Ooh. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> 98 and 98 Nin- more. Yep, so yeah. 98. <laughs> um, I was, I was like, trying to uh, divide up the songs between old and new. Yeah. You know, a little bit. Because, of course, I like the older stuff. But I, I always... I keep considering Everything Sucks, everything off that, to be new. And it's like that fucking record is twenty three yeah. years old. So <laughs> yeah. I know it's it's so funny to think about that 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 was their, you know, new record. Yeah, <laughs> that was twenty uh, yeah, three years was ago. That's crazy. The, one of the first, probably the first show, the first punk show I think I ever saw was on that them on that tour. Oh, it was wow. them, them and less than Jake and, uh, Guttermouth, I believe played. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
was, they I were mean, ripping on that tour, dude. So good. Fuck yeah. Changed my life. Absolutely changed my life, that show. That's awesome. And then years later, playing with them. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Full circle, dude. That's kind of the great thing about punk rock over everything else is like you can actually, that's actually possible. Right. Like I'm never gonna, never gonna play with you know Paul McCartney, <laughs> <laughs> or you know any of the other like classic rock stuff that I listen to. But right, you can you can play with your heroes in in the punk rock world. <laughs> that's yep. true. That's very true. Hey, real quick, another aside from this fucking Descendants thing, but mm-hmm. do you remember Nate when we were talking about that song Asia? And her sister yeah. Katie. What what is that all about, Mike? I don't know. We didn't it's, know. It's a, it's all Steely Dan references. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, it that that's a true story. I was at a basement show, I believe in Milwaukee, and uh, so I was just talking to someone who was at the show, and uh, she said her name was Asia, and I was like Asia, and she, and she was like, my dad's a huge Steely Dan fan. <laughs> I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. And then I made the joke like, oh, is your sister's name Katie? Because Katie Lied is another Steely Dan album. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, she, and she didn't get it. And then that was pretty much the end of the conversation. <laughs> but uh, And you ran off to the van and wrote a song? I, I literally ran. <laughs> yeah, literally ran off. To, the whole thing is true. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Hilarious. Sorry to get us off again, but it just came up in my hey, mind. Got it. Yeah. All right, Jody. Who who took Milo's money? Mm, took Milo's money? Yeah, everything uh, sucks. Fuck, I don't really know. Sucks. I don't know. The tax I- man. Tax man. Yep. Oh man, that was my first like just thought, but I figured it wouldn't be that. <laughs> That's Stefan wrote that song, so we. Can... Oh, okay. <laughs> took cool. Stefan's money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Mike, you ready? This one's a little more yeah. difficult. Oh, boy. <laughs> Name five things that Milo wants to be in Suburban Home. Stereotyped, classified, masochistic, a statistic, a clone. Got it. <laughs> right on. That was, that was, that was easy. That yeah, was an easy one. I probably would have got that one, too. All right, Jody. This one's this one's a little tougher. What, what four TV shows has Milo seen twenty million times? <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know what, Mike? Mad about you, Seinfeld. One. Oh, goddamn it! The Simpsons and my so-called life. You got it. Was that a nothing to, with you? Is yeah. That that suck? Damn it! See, yeah. I don't always listen to those. <laughs> He's kicking your ass, Jody. I knew he would, dude. <laughs> All right, Mike. When Milo when Milo goes driving down to San Diego, what does he pass? The nuclear tits, baby. Every time. <laughs> yep. I uh, I every every time I go to San Diego from L.A. or vice versa, I just take a picture and have to <laughs> post it on Instagram. <laughs> That's cool. I would too. Uh. Jody, how does Eunuch Boy lose his penis? <laughs> uh, I don't know. How do you lose uh, his penis, Mike? He unfortunately thought the lawnmower was just another toy. Yep. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Mike, two things the descendants talk about kind of often farting, flatulence, 
whatever mm-hmm. you call it, and coffee. Which one is referred to more in song? Oh. Songs. How many songs are, you know, more songs are written about it or mention it? That's a good question. Hmm. I would say, I'd have to say coffee. You're correct. Yeah. Coffee. Because I feel like they talked about farting a lot on that one record and then, but they talked about coffee on all the records. <laughs> right. I was, I was actually surprised when I was going through looking, there's only six songs that mention coffee. Yeah. But then there's, but there's less about farting. Five, five fart songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Uh, Jody. Yeah. Name four of the descendants girls. girls. You know what I'm talking about. Like the names of the girls. No, you know, like like eighties girl, silly girl. That's one. That's yep. kind of thing. Uh let's see. Eighties girl, silly girl. Um Kabuki girl. Yep. One more. Uh, let's see. What else do they got? There's really only one more obvious one. Okay. <laughs> it does not seem too obvious to me at the moment. <laughs> uh, well, there's that Maddie song. Does that count? Nope. Yeah, I was going to say, do, like, do the girls' names count? No, nope. have... it's got to it's gotta be something, something girl. Mm, well, what else is there? You want it the song? I Since you're getting what your you're ass kicked, I hope uh, think gonna... about the song "Hate Hateful Notebook." Oh, I don't know. Hateful little girl. You got it. <laughs> okay. Mike took that one from you. That's, That's funny. all right. <laughs> and one final question, and it goes to Mike, and it's a doozy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I got faith in you, dude. You got uh, this. Let's let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Mike, what are the ologistics? Oh shit! <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely don't know them all. Um, thou shalt, thou shalt not suppress flatulence. Thou, thou shalt not partake of decaf. Thou shalt not commit laundry. Uh, that might be that might be where I forget <laughs> the rest of them. Uh, I don't even know how many there are, Mike. Honestly, yeah, I'm not looking I... at it. <laughs> There's a few more. Yeah, like uh, uh, not to covet thy neighbor's food and shit. Oh yeah, D- covet thy neighbor's food definitely. Uh, <laughs> thou shalt not let anybody deter you in your quest for all. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, thou shalt not commit adulthood. Yep. Yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> one. <laughs> Yeah. Thou shall not take the band's name in vain. The band's That's name in vain. Yeah. Right. right. Not commit hygiene. I commit hygiene. That's right. <laughs> uh, is that, what's another one? Oh, what about uh, shalt not have no idea? Have not have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, God, they are that just. Might be all they're of just. Them. They're just brilliant. They really were, man. What a still what are. a fucking band. What do you think of that hypercafium? You like that? I record? like it. I like it a lot. Um, I. It's it, you know it's it's going to take a couple years for it to uh, go to the classic category. Right. 
But I Definitely do. some good ones on there, though. Really love it, and I'm just so fucking happy that they're still making music, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. I hear they're making a new record. That's what I hear, yeah. I mean, that's cool. Well. It is yeah, I'm, cool. I'm just glad that they're... Like, it was, it was a... I remember hearing, like, a friend of mine was like, dude, Milo quit his job, or he got laid off. They're going to they're gonna do... They're going to do stuff full-time again. I was just like, oh, thank God. Like, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Like, we... Get, getting to see many Descendant shows is something that I uh, enjoy. <laughs> totally. I can remember a time when I never thought I would ever see the Descendants. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I you know, like, just seeing them in that... I saw them in 96, and then a couple times in 96, and then they did the Warp Tour in 97, and I saw that. And then I remember they did they did one show in, like, early 2000s, at in Asbury Park it was just this skate and surf festival thing, and it was the they hadn't played since '97, and I don't I didn't go for some reason. Just thinking like oh, I'll see them next time, or like I had something to do, right? And then just never, you know. Then it was years before they played, you know, ten years or something. Yeah, I, just, I never thought I'd ever get to see them again. It's pretty cool. It's much like the yeah. Ergs, right? Yeah, right, exactly. I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, just as a as a fan, I I want people to see us if they haven't been able to see it yeah, or totally. if they want to see, if they want to see it again, you know. Yeah, man. I think it when I saw that post, I was pretty stoked. And I probably yeah. not going to even be able to go to any of them, but it's still cool <laughs> that you guys are going to do it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty psyched. That's pretty good. Um I wanted to ask you how that uh how Chad Price ever How'd that thing come about where he got to sing with you guys? Oh, that was, uh, yeah, that was pretty much just like, uh, you know, Chris who recorded all of our stuff. Um, he was like, you know, good friends with drag the river mm-hmm. and, uh, and we, you know, drag the river would always stay with him whenever they would come through and they were coming through like a pretty good amount. And we had just recorded that song. And I think just out of, out of the blue, I was like, Oh, do you think, you think Chad would come down and sing on this? song he's like sleeping right upstairs and they're like yeah sure like i i don't see that being a problem and then i we were not there but he just like like right before they were about to go out of town he just like yo hey chad come down here and sing on something and he just sang that one line and we were just like yep that's it that's 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 what we wanted <laughs> that's cool yeah so he Super just cool. like they, just right place right time he just happened to be staying at the <laughs> at the place we were recording that's cool yeah that would be a moment that I, I don't know. I don't know if you, you know what I mean? You just always remember that. Like, you got Chad yeah. on one of your records. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that, I somehow, and I, I feel like I'm a, I know, like, I, there's, there's, there are moments where I like all better than the Descendants, even. And, yep. I, I just think all of their, they somehow got the three greatest singers ever. Yeah. Four, including Milo, just to be in that band. It just, it, it makes no sense to me somehow. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it's incredible. Both, both Chad and Scott's voices are just so unique and so incredible. Yeah, I love yeah. how they they don't all sound like the next yeah. guy. They all have their own personality anything, and yeah, yeah, like and like like Scott and Chad kind of have like a similar kind of vibe to their voices, but then Dave has not like nothing to do with that. Right. And Milo's voice is completely different to all of them. Like it, they're they're. They somehow they got real lucky with 
all these incredible singers that they, yeah. <laughs> they had. What are the odds of that? You know what I mean? So good. And then like bringing Drag the River in the mix, like uh, John Snodgrass's voice is one of my favorites too. And it's just, you know, they're all those guys are like surrounded by the best singers. <laughs> <laughs> I just found out today that he's actually playing in my town this weekend. Oh, Snodgrass and, is? Yeah. And I was just like, uh, I randomly came across it. I don't even know the place that he's playing. It, That's it's awesome. crazy. It's Saturday. It's like they don't even it's not advertised it? or anything. What, um, what's what I city? live in Lacrosse, La Wisconsin. In the, uh, okay, cool. Yeah, he's he's doing this tour right now. I was just hanging out with him the other day. He's doing a tour, or he's just been flying out to where the Rockies are playing, and then going to see like baseball games, and then booking like a few shows around them. Really. <laughs> So like he was, I just saw him in Pittsburgh, and he because he saw the Rock, the Rockies play in Pittsburgh, and I just happened to be coming through that night, so we we hung out, and actually we're me me and uh I'm I'm giving you all the exclusives on this uh, <laughs> uh me and him and and Derek uh, homeless gospel choir from Pittsburgh are gonna do a like a solo tour in the in the fall, cool. so we're like booking that now, so that cool. should be fun. Awesome. Get to get the tour with another one of my heroes, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, very. So back to Chad for a second. I just got yeah. when I saw them, I saw the Descendants in '96. It was like their third show back. Like it, they yeah. played up here at a small club. It was sort of a, it was a huge deal. Like it was reviewed in Rolling Stone, you know, in the magazine and everything. But right. it was like the warm up for the tour, and I nobody remembers this except me. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember in the middle of the set. Milo got off stage, Chad got on, and they did like four or five all songs. Oh, wow. And then Milo got back on. Because I was like, who, you know, I had never really seen all. So I'm yeah. like, but I was a fan of all. And I'm like, who's this fuck? Who's the fucking roadie singing all songs? Yeah. It didn't hit me until, right. you know, halfway through it that it was like, I think this is the guy from all. But um, <laughs> I've asked people that were there, and they're like, they kind of remember it and they kind of don't remember it. So, really? How could you yeah. something like that? The weird thing is, that, like, if it was a Descendant show, you think people would just put that together, but like, it was probably just people that only cared about the Descendants and didn't, and, and probably yeah. the same thing you did. Like, oh, I guess the roadie's going to come out and do a couple songs. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> uh, you know, like. Plus, there was probably a lot of kids that you know just got turned on to Descendants because of that right. record. You know, they didn't really know yeah, about and, the old. Yeah, and definitely, school. if you if you just got turned on to Descendants, you weren't you weren't checking out all yet. You no. know, you probably didn't know that that was right. even a thing. Yeah, yeah. I was just, I just, I, I remember it real. Va- I mean, it was twenty three fucking years ago. Yeah. But I was just so in the moment of seeing the Descendants. You know. Yeah. Right. Unbelievable. No, that's, so. That's incredible. I, I would have. But even then, like, I definitely, like, when I saw The Descendants in in 96, I had just discovered The Descendants. And I was, like, into the older stuff. And then, uh, you know, Everything Sucks was the new record. Right. But I, ha- I had no idea about the all thing yet. Like, that was, that was not in my, uh, I had not checked that out yet. Gotcha. So I probably would have been. I put. I would have felt the same way. I would have been like, "Who's this guy? Who's this guy singing these songs? I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is totally off the subject, too, Mike. But what made you decide to cover that damn Gin Blossom song? That was. It's funny. We we were doing. Well, we would just we would fuck around with it at practice. Like uh, most of our practices were just us fucking around. Yeah. With stuff and like, 
we would uh and we just play we were just playing it just because we knew it you know just because it was a 90s song that we all knew yeah and you know i i I think that song is great i think that album's great um but yeah we would just fuck around with it and i think we would even we would even do it at shows like just as just for fun yeah like half no half knowing it we would just throw it into the set um but then we were doing this split with lemuria and i only had one song and I was just like, why don't we just let's just do Hey Jealousy? And like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll we'll do that as like the quote unquote B side for this like <laughs> other song that we have. Right. And now it's up on Spotify as uh, our most played song. Really? <laughs> yeah, no it's, shit. It's the number one, and and I still get people <laughs> telling me that that's their favorite song that I've ever written. So <laughs> damn, that's cool. <laughs> I'll t- I'll take it. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> But yeah, it was just like kind of a joke that became our most pop- our most popular song. <laughs> uh, that's, that's funny. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, Mike, like say, uh, imagine like the Ergs don't break up in two thousand eight. Yeah, they don't break up. What 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 becomes of them? You know, are you guys like on fat? You think big band and any that's everything? A good or question. What? I don't know. I really don't know what would have happened. I I mean, we, we I definitely was of the mindset that I wanted to. I think Joe and I definitely wanted to jump to the whatever the next level would have been. You know, get a get a manager and a booking agent and try to fucking just make it make it happen. Uh, and Jeff was just not at that point at that time. Yeah. Uh, cause he had just, he had just gotten married and I think they, yeah, he had just gotten married or he was, he was about to get married and he was just like, I, I don't know if I can make this my, you know, cause we were, we weren't touring 10 months out of the year, but we were doing long tours and like, mm-hmm. and I definitely wanted to do more as much as we could, you know? Um, so I think, I mean, I think we would have been a working band that was doing a shitload of things and that would have made us bigger, you know, like, yeah, you know, like the, the, the amount that I would have wanted to tour would have been us touring a shitload and, you know, making another record and jumping to the, like whatever the next level was. But it was also kind of like, you know, at that point we had been a band, we'd been a band for eight years. We were kind of like, and it was very volatile. Like I, you know, it, I both Joe and I cared so much about the band that we were like, yeah. There was a lot of, you know, kind of disagreements about just everything. Yeah, I mean, just when you're around enough, when you're around people enough of the time, you start to you fight like brothers. You know, like, right. mm-hmm. and that was definitely a thing that was happening. So we we I feel like we needed we needed the break just in order to be friends with each other you know as the yeah just the way it goes in that sort of situation uh yeah. so i don't i think even if we didn't break up in 2008 we would have broken up in 2009 <laughs> 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 under under like worse worse circumstances probably yeah uh, just because that's the way it is you know like yeah. you, you go so hard on something and it's bound to break apart uh, in some way at some time you know uh, yeah. but I it, mean, yeah, it's good that it happened when it did. Cause now we can do, I, you know, I, I, the one thing I, cause I was definitely of the opinion, like, let's not make a big deal. Let's not play a last show. Let's not, cause you never know what, like we're, what we're going to want to do. 
like my proposal was like, let's not break up, but let's play like fest every year. And, you know, maybe a show in New Brunswick every year or something like that. Like not take the touring down to nothing and just like do it for fun whenever we want to do it. And then it just seemed like, no, let's like, let's call it. And uh, so I kind of wish we didn't do that just so that now if we do want to do things like it does become like a it's like still kind of weird to get back together, even though it doesn't feel weird to us, you know? Yeah. You ever watch those videos of your last show? Uh, I think it's the, like the 2008 ones. Yeah, yeah. No, I've... I've Holy fuck. It's, it's insane. Like it, we were definitely like at a... Yeah, we were we were like a, a unit. Like we didn't... And we and that was us. Like we, we didn't... We didn't practice at all anymore. Like we were just playing so much that we didn't really need to practice unless we were like trying to write new stuff. And like that was just... Like I watched that band and I'm just... I just am kind of flabbergasted at how like we were just like a unit and didn't even have to look to look at each other or talk to each other we just fucking <laughs> <laughs> we just were fucking locked in and and you know and honestly whenever we get back in the same room it's the same it's like we we barely have to speak it's just it's just a thing there's a there's there's a there's an energy between the three of us that just doesn't exist with anybody else you know yeah it's cool which is why it's so fun to get back and, and do it because it's like really, it's not that much effort. <laughs> it's, you know, we just get back in the same room and it's like, okay, cool. We, the songs are still in our brains. We still, the muscle memory is still there and we're still playing together as if nothing happened. It's awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. So I got to ask you guys when you get together coming up here, are you going to record anything? That's not in the plans. Uh, I'm I'm kind of I'm of the opinion that I would rather not do new stuff just because, or at least at this point, because I, I don't know. Like I I have I have major fears of you know we're not going to make Dork Rock Cork Rod, so why bother making another record? You know, like or whatever. Like it's it's just going to be unfairly compared to the old stuff, and we're just not we're not that band anymore. Like yeah. I feel like. You know, it's like I, I the, the last thing I'd want is to like put out a record and have people be like, oh, fuck, I thought I thought I liked the urge, but this isn't what I, you know, <laughs> you know, like I'm a little weary of it. But, you know, also never say never. But uh, at, at this point, I'd, I'd, I'd like to just like, you know, just play play the shows and play the old stuff for people to want to hear the old stuff, you know, uh, and see, you know, see what happens. But it's that's not in my my plan <laughs> i just thought because you did that uh the, the goddamn death dedication yeah and thing, that was so. like that was you know that was just something like we were like uh, you know let's just record we each had a song we were like let's do that and then we had this like that my sharona cover that we would we would fuck around with at rehearsal <laughs> that i always wanted to record so like a seven inch was one thing but i like an album would just be like unfairly compared to everything else and i'd I don't know that I'm ready <laughs> ready to throw my mental health on the fire in that capacity. <laughs> so so you're doing a new solo record though sometime. Is that more yeah. is that kind of like the last one is it going to be kind of that super it's, chunky kind of sound or Yeah, it's, it... it's actually it's it's even more in the in the <laughs> other direction. It's even more of a it's like there's not much in the way of electric guitar on it. 
uh it's got a lot of it's 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 full band but it's mostly like acoustic guitar bass and drums and with like it's it's definitely more of my uh beatles worship side of things than than my uh super chunk and punk rock worship side of things gotcha uh which was like, you know, just something I felt I wanted and needed to do at some point. And then my my hope is for the the the, the next solo record to be more in the vein of, of the first one. Cool. Cool. Yeah, it's just like I gotta I gotta I gotta do this like weird vanity record where I record <laughs> it record it and make it like kind of mellow and then I got it mastered at Abbey Road. So I got to like visit Abbey Road and you know see the studio where the Beatles recorded. So that was like kind of my main goal was to re- have something re- to record to get it mastered there. <laughs> so I got to do all that and that was cool. So that's, yeah, and I'm looking forward to it coming out, but it's definitely totally different than, uh, it's, it's definitely more low key than the Erg stuff is. Um, I think, I think, I think people expect that from you, you know, something yeah. different all the time. Tentative decisions was, you know, like I said, super chunky did that Fusifer thing and yeah, Right, I mean that's the thing. It's like I always want, like you know, that was that was the other thing about doing that. That flexi was like, I'm gonna put something out that no one thinks that I'm gonna make anything that sounds like this, you know, like yeah. and put it out under the name Mikey Erg, and then you know, it was only two dollars, so if you, <laughs> you know, if you spent the money, you're not gonna be that upset that you wasted your money on this fucking piece of shit, but. Uh, but yeah, like that's the thing. I, I like doing. I, I like to, having things all under the same umbrella, but it all kind of sounds a little different. It's all stuff that I like have been wanting to do for a, a while, you know. Yeah, it's cool, man. Super cool. All right, so why don't you give everybody the dates if you can, and then maybe we'll wrap this one up. All right, yeah. Uh, or if, you know, the the Dork Rock Corkrod 15th anniversary tour. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh September 7th in Philadelphia at the First Unitarian Church. Sold out. So if you don't have your tickets, then you might have to go on StubHub. Uh, Chicago, Rye Fest. The, I don't know what day we're playing, but one of the days on the weekend of the 13th through the 15th of September. I was going to ask you, do you know, like, that's a crazy lineup? Like, it's I don't like crazy. the big festival things. So yeah. I, I, when I saw that, I counted six bands that I wanted to see, and I counted the Ergs twice. <laughs> you know because I, I would i don't care to see slayer like bikini kill you know especially in like that kind of a setting but yeah do you have any idea like what uh, like are you playing really early or like i, you know? I honestly have no idea uh, uh i haven't seen any i don't even think the schedule's made up yet oh okay um but like as far as i could tell because i was actually asking because you know, of course i had a couple family members and and stuff like that they were like hey like you know what the, I I love these other two bands. Like I want to come for just like that one day. Is that? Or do you have any idea if they're if they're playing on the same day? And I was like, uh, I, and I asked, and it didn't seem like anything was even set yet. Hmm. But um, but I'll be there the whole weekend. See, I do like, you know, I've never seen Slayer. I would like to see Slayer. If I'm seeing Slayer for free at a festival, I'm also playing. That's going to be the time I see Slayer. It's <laughs> uh, a plus, you know, I guess. Like, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like for you, you know, totally i'm just like you know there you know I, there's a lot of bands that i'm kind of itching to see so village I'll, people I'll, vill- absolutely village people i'm not nope i'm not I couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it <laughs> i li- i literally I, I i sent that tweet i was like i never thought i'd wake up this morning and say i found out that i was playing a show with the, with the village people but here we are <laughs> um 
So, yeah. All right, what else you got? And then we got, uh, okay, so November 15th in Brooklyn, New York at Brooklyn Bazaar. November 16th in Washington, D.C. at the St. Stephen's Church. The, uh, December 7th in Asbury Park at House of Independence. And then December 14th in Alston, Massachusetts. Two shows, early show and a late show, both at Great Scott. And that's a small, small venue, and I hear it's near sold out. So you might want to get your tickets for that. Right on. Cool. And so then, everybody, get your tickets. Go see the Ergs, dude. Yeah. And we'll then we'll How's see it? what happens after that. <laughs> Is it crazy to think like you're selling shows out four months in advance, five months uh, in advance? That's yeah, nuts. It's, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> Especially since I was like, I was like, ah, do are, are we sure we want to do seven? Maybe we should just do like two or three and see if those sell it. But like. Yeah, so it's it's pretty crazy that you know, the, and they're they've all been selling really well. Philly Philly sold out like almost immediately. It was under a day, uh, and like I feel like I heard I heard New York's pretty close, and and Boston is real close. So it's pretty insane to think about that. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And I know that I've seen a few people say that they got tickets for all seven shows. So wow, holy shit, pretty crazy. A testament to I, that record though dude you know people it love is, it yeah people still it love it it's no it's it's nice to know that people are people still because you know i was definitely like i wonder if anybody's gonna care we'll see <laughs> uh, so i'm glad that i'm glad that people want to see it and we will do our best to deliver <laughs> right on I think it's the the band in general, not just that record that people are coming out for. Yeah, I mean, me I hope too, so. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean, upstairs, very, downstairs it, is fucking classic too. Yeah, I mean, it very mel- very well may end up that we don't actually do the record, but we'll see. We'll we'll probably do the record and find some way to fuck fuck around with it somehow. <laughs> yeah, cool. We'll do the slow soul version of uh, "I Feel Better Tonight" or something. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We'll do some, we'll do something to fuck with it, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It'll yeah. be fun. Cool, man. Well, thanks, Mike, for stopping by. Hey, thank you so much. Anytime you want to come back, you're welcome. Oh yeah, it's good to talk to you again, man. Cool. Nice to catch Great up. Great to talk to you. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Pretty cool. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, this man. is awesome. Keep up the good work, man. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Ergs in Wisconsin would be most appreciated. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 2009, well, uh, 2020, I guess. 2020, yeah. Maybe we'll do the Midwest tour in 2020. Yeah, I mean, I could probably book that Mexican restaurant if you want me okay. to. Okay, we might have to. <laughs> is that still around? <laughs> it's still there, dude. Watch yeah, your shoes, Jody. Hilarious. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. That was what? That was like 2003, I think, when we played that place. I think so. 2002, two, two or three. Somewhere in there, yeah, sure. I believe it's still there. That's awesome. Yeah, it's still there. <laughs> let's let's get all those bands back together and just play that show. Totally. Again. That would be funny. <laughs> all those same kids would be like in their 30s now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. But yeah, man, thanks so much for joining us, Mike. We'll talk to yeah, you again soon. And uh, cool. get out there and see the Ergs, everybody. All right. I'll see you all at the show. Yep. <laughs> see you, Mike. Talk to you soon. Yep. Bye. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Dan Bappett from Dan Bappett and Cheats, and you're listening to The Dummy Room.
All right. Well, there you have it. Mikey Erg finally visits the dummy room. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool that they're going to be playing shows again, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, those shows, I mean, they're going to be nuts, right? You would think so. I wish I lived on the East Coast, dude. You know, I think, though, that if they just went ahead and toured everywhere, it would probably sell out anywhere that they would go. I mean, you know, as long as, yeah. not, as long as it's smaller places. I mean, it's punk rock, so you're never going to play, the, you know, like an arena or anything, but oh, no. unless you're no. the fucking misfits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's... Uh, it's it's kind of exciting, you know, because it's like they're such a special band, and yeah. they're back for this. You know, maybe they might not ever come back. You know, they might be back next year. You know, who yeah, knows? You never know. But, I wish I could catch them again, but uh, I'm not going to the East Coast anytime soon. No, me neither, man. I wish I could had the a kind of life where I could just pick up and go to all these shows I want to go to, but yeah, unfortunately, it's just not that way. So that the Riot Fest thing. I was just like, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't like big festivals like that, you know? I don't either. But I was well, just it was like, like... the way it's set up a lot of times, you miss... They're always spaced out, so you always miss someone you want to see while you're watching yeah. someone else, you know? Yeah, the Ergs are going to be playing at the same time the Descendants are, or something like that, you know? Right. <laughs> but in, in general, to me, the Riot Fest, it kind of sucks. <laughs> I never like too many of the bands that they get, you know? There's always no. one or two, maybe... Maybe six or seven tops, but uh, even in that case, a lot of times it's bands that I've seen hand, you know, tons of times already. As is, you know. Yeah, I did want to go to that fucking Misfits a couple of years ago, though. <laughs> I would have liked to have been there for that. Yeah, the like it's crazy just the the diversity of that festival. I don't remember it always being like as crazy as it is now, but to have like Slayer and Bikini Kill and Ween, you know, and Patty Smith. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> that is kind of nuts. Patty Smith, yeah. huh? Patty Smith, yeah. Like there's a bunch. I mean, obviously there's there's a bunch like village people. It's just crazy. Jawbreakers but... on there, aren't they? Yeah, Bob Mold. Flaming Lips. Anthrax. Wow. So, definitely reaching out for, you know, to get metal and Oh god, I, a little I just, more metal I just than found usual. It online, I'm looking at it. Jeez, man, there's a lot of bands on here. Violent, yeah, I don't Violent Femmes are even on there. I, I like I said, I counted at six or seven bands, and I counted the Ergs twice <laughs> <laughs> on purpose, you know. Uh, Pennywise, you know, TBR. Again, and you've seen them so many fucking times, you know. But I, I mean, that's one of the ones I would count though. Get Up Kids yeah. is on there. Guar's on there. Guar, yeah. <laughs> oh, holy shit, dude. White Reaper. I'd love to see those guys, man. I just discovered those guys like a month ago, dude. I've been digging on that. I've never even fucking heard of them. They're like totally power pop sounding, man. They sound like... Uh, really? Dude. White, White, White Reaper does not sound like a cool band. I know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, I just kind of stumbled upon this record they made called The World's Best American Band. And dude, I've been digging it. I think you'd like it too. I mean, it's not like pop punk it's hmm. more like power pop but dude it's pretty fucking good dude's got this great voice it kind of reminds me of old school cheap trick at times man you know
So a couple days ago, I saw that they just uh, released another, like a new single. They got another record coming out, and it's on like Elektra or something, like a big label. Hmm. So crazy. I know. Dude, that sounds more metal than White Lion, White Snake, I know. White Widow. I don't like the name. Like, if I would have just heard <laughs> the name, I'd be like, oh, that doesn't interest me. I am always, you know, you can usually tell the kind of bands we like because it's a plural thing. The somethings. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, White Reaper doesn't sound like something we would like. But dude, I really dig that fucking album. It's really good. I'll check it out. You should. Yeah, man. So it was fun uh, talking to Mike. Um, I didn't get the uh, the totals from the game, but you you know that he kicked your ass, right? Oh yeah, I could tell that as we before we did it and as we did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would have got like when I was making the list, I was just like they were kind of a hard band to do the list with because they don't, you know, a lot of their songs were just normal songs, right? But so I, I really some of them I was like, ah, this is I would never have gotten this so. Yeah, it was tough, dude. I, I kind of hate when we do it. I, I want to do it to where I'm the host, that way I don't look like the fucking idiot. <laughs> Let you be the idiot once in a while. <laughs> um, I had this one planned out for Mike, so that's cool. Uh, I, I made this one. You know, I finished it up last this weekend, but I, I made it. Started making it before I knew he was coming on. Um, but I just figured he'd be the perfect guest for it. So yeah. You know what's crazy is when I'm looking at this fucking Riot Fest. I mean, the Ergs are the most exciting band on the bill. I mean, uh, Descendants, Ergs and Descendants. Sure, yeah. But I mean, Descendants seem to be around a lot, you know, a lot. Whereas the Ergs, not so much. Yeah, I, dude, I'll, I'll, I'll say it, man. If, if I had to choose between the Ergs and the Descendants, I'm going Ergs. I probably would too, man. I mean, I've seen yeah. the Descendants a few times, and it's always fun. But uh, you know. Ergs, but I don't want to see the Ergs there. I want to see the Ergs in, like you know, some small yeah, club exactly. or a basement, you know? Yeah. Not not that huge stage where, you're, you know, you're 100 feet away. Yeah, that always does kind of <laughs> suck. So, dude, I'm looking at this Riot Fest thing, right? So they have them arranged, like, the big names at the top, right? And so... Uh, yeah. How in the... I mean... I like Bikini Kill because I've dated a few of those type of girls and it's just, but I've heard it. How is, how is that on the Kill? top of the list when the Descendants is in the third row on this thing? And then so is like the B-52s. I mean, they're, I don't really care for the B-52s, but they are way more famous Who's, than Bikini Kill. Yeah, I want to know, like, in the years past, it was pretty obvious who the headliner was because they announced, you know, it's like separated like that. Yeah. But the way it looks is, and I mean, I get Blink-182 and Slayer being headliners, but is Bikini Kill that third headliner? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the way the poster fuck, looks, I mean, it looks like Bikini Kill's got top billing. Who's playing before Bikini Kill? Like Jawbreaker? Or The Descendants? Or, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, they're going to I mean, fucking... the Bikini Kill is, is billed higher than Patty fucking Smith, dude. <laughs> and The Descendants. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a lot of bands build over the Descendants, which is crazy. But I mean, I get Jawbreaker because they headlined it last year. Yeah. So. Flaming Lips. I mean, I'm not a big fan, but they are really popular. You know. Rise Against. I mean, they're very popular, but I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna. Uh, I mean, they can't open for Bikini Kill. <laughs> I can't see Bikini Kill holding up to many of those bands live, but I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I've never seen Bikini Kill live in person. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, maybe they're really badass live. I don't know. 
Maybe it's just maybe. I mean, to my recollection, maybe it's because I doubt it. Been, they haven't probably played in ten years or something. You know what I mean? Dude, they have that Jawbreaker thing. Like Jawbreaker wasn't that big when they were around. They break up for however you know 10, 15 years. They come back and they're headlining Riot Fest. You know, <laughs> like the Misfits. They play an arena now. Yeah, like they never played an arena back in the day. No, not even close to. So arena. it's like Bikini Kill. They they're living on that reputation. You know, they built up the reputation. The catalog sucks, and they're gonna play this thing. And you know, people are gonna be fucking disappointed, man. Ah, you never know, dude. A lot of those, maybe a lot of those girls that listen to them back in those days are women now, and it'll be kind of like when we see a band that's classic to us. I don't know. They weren't good. I know someone's going to write me and fucking... (laughs) They had some good songs, man. I mean, they had a few good songs, dude. I don't know, man. I never heard one. (laughs) Dude, that alien she has a fucking killer riff. And I like that in accordance to natural law. It's like 30 seconds, but fucking great. Uh, I like their attitude. I liked how she didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. Yeah, well, I'm not saying it's nothing against her. It's all about the music, man. I just, I don't know. I just never liked them, so. <laughs> I'm not saying I have all their records or anything, or any for that matter. But yeah, I, I remember liking some of their stuff. Yeah, I'd like to see a veil. I've seen a veil before. Um, I used to really like that band. I don't know if that's the kind of setting that I'd want to see them in either. You know, they're definitely kind of that fan of like those big shows. I mean, no, but a veil—they're an intense fucking band. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Some of these bands I've never even heard of. Man, oh, I haven't heard of half of these bands. Most of them, yeah, especially towards the bottom there. Oh, you know? uh, but that's how it always is. But it's crazy to like look down the. I mean, look how low the ergs are. That which is crazy. you know the ergs weren't huge. I mean, we all know that. But I mean, right after them is that Save Ferris band. <laughs> and, like Save Ferris was a pretty big deal. Were they? I don't they know. Did that big radio hit, dude? Did they? What? What, what was their radio cut? I can't. Uh, I, I probably know it. If you did, t- they if do. You know what it is? Come on, Eileen. No. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they a did come on that, in the huh? end. It was a big hit, dude. I don't remember that. Of course, it was, you know, 20 years ago or whatever, but... <laughs> right. But still, you know, I mean... Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, like, I don't know some of these bands I've never heard of. <laughs> H2O. I didn't think they were still around. Yeah, I didn't either. That See, they're, they're low on that list, too. I didn't think that they'd be... I remember those guys being pretty popular. Seemed like they were. I was never that into them or anything, but I, I I knew a lot of people that were, you know? Yeah, I just wanted, like, the bands, like, the Village People and nothing against Village People or the B-52s. See, I don't see the Village like, People. Where is that? Oh, now I do. It's, it's yeah. pretty far down. I they're mean, pretty far down. Yeah, they're smashed. They've probably sold more records than Bikini Kill did. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure they did. They probably didn't but, sell like, as many as Blink or Slayer. How do they get on this show, and what do they, you know, the bands obviously, you know, they're getting booked to play this thing. Do you think, like, the village people are looking at this going, we're going to fucking play with Slayer? <laughs> Hopefully they're like, right back to back. You know, because I would think they'd be playing, like, the casino circuit. 
I had know? no idea the village people were still a thing. Well, I didn't either, but I guess. <laughs> but like the B fifty twos, I B fifty twos are actually kind of cool, but it's kind of weird they're playing. You know, they're gonna get smashed in between, like, you know, against me and the descendants. Like, how weird would that be? <laughs> I don't know, man. It seems like it's just a weird. That's kind of the thing with those fests, though. Is they want a, a big variety, right? Yeah, kind of like how like Woodstock would have been back in the day or something, you know. That's why I like yeah. the fucking Reduno's more up our alley. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. I'd ra- much rather go to Reduno. Oh yeah, me too. Absolutely. Even if this fucker was free, like Reduno is, by the way. Isn't that crazy? It's free. It is crazy. I don't know how. Yeah, I mean, I guess they get they get their money off you know whatever beer sales or whatever. But yeah, I'd still rather go to Reduno. Uh, me too. All day long. Do you know long. how much Riot Fest is? How much? It's like 130 bucks, man. For all the days? I think that's like a yeah. I think that's what it is. It's not bad considering how many bands are playing, but I mean. Yeah, but how many are you gonna get to see? I wouldn't be that interested in seeing most of them. I'd go check out that against me doing uh, those records they're doing. That'd be kind of cool. I don't even. What are they doing? They doing one of those? They're doing uh, reinventing Axl Rose and. Oh, okay. uh, What's the trans one? Uh, I can't remember what the hell that record's called, but that's a good record. Yeah, I don't know. I don't trans know. Dysphoria like, Blues or something shit like that. I can't remember. Yeah, that's like the thing, right? Do the classic album. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. If you like the album, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they played the shitty album you don't like, then right. you're kind of... Um, before I forget, I forgot to mention that uh, last week... We submitted the set list to Ben Weasel yeah. for July 27th at the House of Blues. Did he get back he, to you yet? He, he did get back to me. <laughs> uh, his response was, we're not going to play a single one of those songs. Wow. Obviously they are. You know, right? But wouldn't that be something like that was a total classic fucking list? Yeah. If they didn't play any of them, <laughs> that'd be probably be pretty sweet. <laughs> they played emo in its entirety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first record in the garage fucking sales shit. They do garage sales thing and then uh, they'll do emo. <laughs> Leave everybody fucking hanging. <laughs> People might riot, dude. People would be pissed. But then again, it might be kind of cool to see something totally different. So I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't leave there too happy, though, if it was me. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? emo come on man even though i've you know it's not as bad as i thought it was in the day it's still not one of my favorites nah i mean i'll still put it on man it's got a couple decent songs a couple but anyhow man this one's going long but before we get out of here dude we got a little special update from the huntingtons uh check this out What's up, dummy room? This is Chris from the Huntington's checking in. A little studio update. Sunday morning, heading into the studio now. Spent all day yesterday in the studio. We were in the studio for about 14 hours yesterday recording drums. Um, so I'm burnt out. I got two more songs and I'm done. 
Um, today we're we're uh, recording one new original, and we're going to be recording a cover of the breakup song by the Greg Kin Band. So very excited about that. It's a killer song. Look it up. You've heard it, but you probably don't know the name of it. Anyway, that's what we're doing today. Um, so new albums gonna have 14 originals and then one cover. And I don't know, the cover's not going to be on every release. It's going to kind of be a special limited thing, whatever. I don't know how we're going to do, do that. But it'll be available somewhere. Anyway, um, yesterday we also recorded some guitars and bass over top of the drums. A lot of that stuff is very keepable. Um, we recorded as a band yesterday. Um, so Josh and Cliff and Mike... They're using a lot. They're using probably 90% of the stuff that we did yesterday. I mean, we've been playing these songs since September, so we we all know them like the back of our hands. So a lot of these songs, you know, are like musically are. are I think there's one or two that are 100% done that we don't have to touch today. But uh, the rest, you know, just little kind of little things here and there. It's the beauty of the recording process. Just go back, click in, and kind of clean stuff up here and there. Um, but yeah, anyway, new album is sounding so killer, man. We're so excited for you guys to hear it. Um, it's very, you know, very Ramonesy, kind of like late era Ramones. I think late era Ramones meets Guns N' Roses, a little bit of ACDC thrown in there. So that's kind of the the vibe of this new album, and we dig it, and we hope you guys do too. And um, yeah, so next weekend album should be recorded, and then it's getting mixed mastered sent off for pressing um and then uh yeah from there on we'll let you guys know we'll keep you guys posted on everything that's going on with the new album release date you know artwork everything we're super stoked we can't wait for you guys to hear it we think you guys will really dig it and uh we wanted to thank the dummy room for all the continued support you guys have been awesome we're big fans we listen all the time every episode i've listened to so um you guys keep up the good work and to everybody else thank you so much for the support and the patience you guys are awesome we love you and we'll see you soon thanks all right right on a little huntington studio update sent to us by chris we really appreciate that dude looking forward to the record but uh let's wrap this up nate yes so yeah, uh, fun as hell having Mike on. Um, it was cool to get a, talk a little bit about dork rock. You know, yeah, I didn't know cool. that it was like uh, you had listened to it so much, and you know, it became like good appliance delivery rock. <laughs> it really did, man. So that's cool. Um, yeah, man. But uh, next week uh, we're getting into a weird time in June where um, shows are going to get a little hard to do. For a couple weeks here, but yeah. we're going to try to... We'll have uh, something for you. It may not be two fucking hours, hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> you might so get a couple short shows, because I'm going out of town, and it's just summer, dude, so summer makes it a lot harder for everybody. Dude, dude June is June is terrible, like the beginning of June right now for, for my work, and the end of summer. It's the beginning of summer, end of summer, absolutely fucking suck. <laughs> well, I appreciate you making so, the time, but dude. We'll try to make them happen. Yeah. So... All right, man. Yep. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll talk to you next week. Yep. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Farewell.
Thank you for listening to The Dummy Room. So cool. We will meet you back here next Thursday. Have a great week. Bye bye baby. Farewell.